Hi everyone, and welcome to the 59th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro! Hey guys. It's a broadcast. Yes, the broadcast has returned. Yep, it's it's been a long time coming. We try to save these uh, for special events. Uh, I don't know if you could call this a special event, but uh, these are always not- special. Always they're, yeah, they're always special, especially when you got me and Brandon. That's yeah. all. That's that's all special. There needs to be exactly. We're all we're old old timers in the Kingdom Hearts community, so we can, uh, you know, ruminate on the days of yore while we and and we're cranky too. And we're cranky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of the days of yore, I just got uh, we we both just got our copies of Pokemon X. Uh, and I've played it. Churro hasn't touched it yet because he's going to play it with a friend. But yeah, I'm forbidden to touch it for now. <laughs> That's understandable. But I've I've been playing Pokemon X for a couple hours. It is so awesome. You're going to love it, Churro. And I'm sure a lot of people out there right now are nodding their heads. Stop teasing me. <laughs> I I can I can also say I'm pretty sure we we're the ones who got the best end of the deal. I I'm pretty sure. Pokemon X is definitively the better one. Well, of course, everybody says that for each generation that comes out. <laughs> yeah, but so I, I'm not kind of surprised about that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I think pretty much everyone's got their favorites, uh, but I think I think this time for sure we 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 got the right one. They're going yeah. in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Anybody who hasn't touched it and you know their 3ds is crying because you haven't played with it since Kingdom Hearts 3D. Uh, Pokemon X and Y is a great place to start. It's an awesome RPG series, so uh, get back on in. And if you haven't played Pokemon in a long time, uh, like I have, uh, well, actually, I played Heart Gold and Soul Silver recently, but I haven't, I haven't played a, a modern Pokemon game in a long time. So uh, if you haven't in a while, this is an excellent, excellent place to start, especially if you like uh, Generation 1. But anyway... For you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union as is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We run on a four-week rotation with a new show every other Tuesday, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Churro? KH2.co.uk. Alrighty. So, we have a three-segment show, believe it or not. Uh, We start off with a news segment, and then we will have our burning question segments, and... We will end it off with our question segment. Uh, in the way of announcements, uh, we have uh, one pretty important announcement. Uh, this is a thank you to all of you that have participated with us with our sticker contest. Uh, but I have to announce today, this is going to be the last time we're doing stickers. So if your question gets answered today, congrats. And uh, yeah, from then on, uh, no more stickers. Yes. And I have to... Uh Put out, point out that I've sincerely apologize again for being late on those who won it last time, but my life is getting kind of hectic right now, and um, I, like I said, I do apologize for it. But I will contact you as soon as I get some free time available to our previous winners. So I'm very sorry. Yeah. So if you haven't gotten it yet, you will be getting it uh, soon uh, once Turo uh, gets the schedule uh, together and everything works out. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's been at least a year now that we have gone on with this contest. Yeah, so just far. a little over a year. Yeah, so a bit over a year. So it's good to uh, that we've been able to do it so far for so long. Uh, you know, he, you know, Churro's been paying for postage out of pocket, and uh, even though he did get the stickers free, it ha- this hasn't been you know a free uh, uh, contest that we've been running. So. I mean, um, it's it was worth it to get yeah, you know the amount of people wanting these and people thanking absolutely. me for these. You know, I do appreciate those who took the time to really thank me for them, and it's kind of nice to get that you know warm response from them. But unfortunately, you know, in this today's world, money is more important, so I need to kind of focus on that right now. Yeah, definitely. And besides, uh, at this point, we mostly have PSP decals, and you know. When was the last time anybody played with their PSP? So exactly. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I ran out of recoded stickers. So. Yeah. So oh, well, I have left are just PSP decals. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, if you do uh, bump into Churro at a con and he goes to lots of them, uh, you know, and be generally, sure, be sure generally to be in the cosplaying. Uh, <laughs> generally in the. Uh, L.A. San Diego area. If you yeah, are yeah, in yeah. those any of those cons like Anime Expo, 
NMALA, Kamikaze, uh, San Diego Comic Con. Usually I am in those cons. So if you are dressed up in a Kingdom Hearts cosplay and somebody hands you stickers, then yeah, it's me. So, so don't yeah. forget to say hi to as well. So yeah, for the remaining stickers, uh, Cheryl will be handing them out uh, in person at any convention uh, to any uh, Kingdom Hearts cosplayers he finds. So if you if you still want them, uh, head over to a con, find them, and uh, hopefully he'll have them on him. Uh, anyways, uh, and our second announcement, which we have uh, pretty much every show, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3D spoilers are fair game. Uh, so just keep that in mind, especially for this show. Our burning question today. Uh, is all about what we think will happen in Kingdom Hearts 3. And, you know, obviously Kingdom Hearts 3D is a big uh, preview for Kingdom Hearts 3, so uh, Kingdom Hearts 3D spoilers are definitely likely to appear in this episode. So, And by now you all should have played it. Exactly. <laughs> or at least watched it on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. It's been, it's been over a year now. Can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it either. <laughs> yeah, it's been so long. Well, anyway, moving along to the news segment. Uh, our first bit of news is a belated happy birthday to Tetsuya Nomura, our dear, our fearless leader, uh, the director of the Kingdom Hearts series. Uh, he also uh, created the art for the series. Uh, Nomura has been uh, with Square Enix since uh, Final Fantasy V, I believe. He did monster designs for V. Uh, he did uh, his first character design job was on Final Fantasy VII, and he's done character design uh, for pretty much most Final Fantasies, uh, with the exception of nine and twelve, uh, ever since uh, and fourteen and eleven. <laughs> Actually, he did some character designs for eleven. Oh, he did. Oh, cool. yeah. Some of the like the human male and human female. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. They, those, few, two, those two. Oh, those artworks too. So, hey, don't worry. It surprised he, me yeah. when I found out that he yeah. did those art, those character. It surprised me that he was involved in uh, in Final Fantasy V because that uh, Final Fantasy V's art style is definitely uh, it's it's definitely not what Final Fantasy IV and VI were like. Uh, it was definitely a, a different style of Final Fantasy look. Uh, but well, he, 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 he did the monster design, so. And if he liked Super Mario RPG, he was on that too. Yes, yes, and also uh, Yokoshima Mura was on Super Mario RPG as the uh, composer. There you go, the, your fun fact for the day. Fun fact for the day. So yeah, uh, uh, Tatsuya Nomura's birthday was on October 8th. He was born in 1970 and is 43. So he's still he's still a spry young chicken, I guess. <laughs> he's not, not too ancient yet. Still looks good for still his age. Still looks good, exactly, yeah. You know. uh, moving along, uh, I guess this is, uh, I hate to say this. But <laughs> go ahead. This isn't really a news announcement. It's exactly the opposite. This is a lack of news announcement. I'm so sorry for everybody, but Tokyo Game Show was a complete dud. Kingdom Hearts 3 was only there uh in name only. It was there in name. They showed the E3 trailer. That was it. I'm sorry to say that, but that's it, it all. Had it had his name on a nice little placard which won an award for yes. not being there. Exactly. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 had a similar thing, but they had nine seconds of new footage. So, <laughs> so at least 15 had something. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I guess that's some Kingdom sort Hearts of Kingdom Hearts Key actually got the bigger. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts Key attention. was there. They had a trailer for Key. Um, but actually, the funny thing is about that trailer was that they were showing off all the updates that it <laughs> received in August. Uh, so it's still considered old content yeah. and a new trailer. I guess you could say. Yeah, they're definitely focusing more on uh, Lightning Returns and a lot of their new mobile uh, Final Fantasy titles. So, Like Final Fantasy Akito for yeah. the mobile? Yeah, well, actually that looks kind of cool, I suppose, but I'm not a fan of free-to-play. Well, I'm actually just, you know, I'm actually kind of, you know, nice to see them actually paying attention to Kingdom Hearts Key for the yeah, fact yeah. that they're actually going to go into, like, a canon story with it to reflect with the Kingdom Hearts series, so yeah, kind of nice for them to go in that direction. I mean, I've been getting a lot of responses from people asking me if it's, if it's going to get translated for outside of Japan, and, you know, I don't know the answer to that question. Maybe yes, maybe no, but yeah, still kind of nice for it to receive that kind of attention, even though it is free to play. Yeah, type yeah. of game. Yeah, we'll have to see uh, where it goes, but yeah, it, it definitely seems like they're trying to shape up Kingdom Hearts Key to be more canon oriented. So I, I, I guess it's to draw in more of a Kingdom Hearts fan crowd. Uh, I'm not too interested in it. Uh, I, I guess I should at some point when it gets more uh, 
I don't know, complicated in the story. I I'll, mean, I'll, I'll, I'll get I'll get someone it. interested in once they if they ever announce like a it being translated. But yeah, other than that, it's I'm definitely just not. More it's curious. not. Some, it's not something I'm going to go out of my way to play the Japanese version of. Even exactly. though you can, you definitely can. But I, I mean, even though it. if if uh, if once they do include the uh, canon stories into it, and, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, that still isn't enough for me because then I have to because I might have to tell them I'm not even going to know what's going to be said. Or what's going to be read out to me? So it's yeah. just like mm, might as well just wait till somebody translates it. Exactly. And moving along uh, to something uh, extremely topical, at least uh, from our point of view, because it is going currently uh, right now. Uh, the D twenty three event in Japan uh, is going on. D twenty three, for those who don't know, uh, is a Disney uh, conference. This is the first time Disney has ever. Uh, had a D23 event in Japan. They've done it uh, for several years now in, in the U.S. In, uh, in Anaheim, is that correct? Yeah, well, yeah. And Anaheim is like the main point, but it has been uh, in other places in the U.S. Okay. But um, I, actually, I actually attended uh, D23 back in August. It yep. was my first D23. And um, it was, if you're, I mean, doesn't matter if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, I mean, but it's mainly for general Disney, but exactly. it was kind of nice for... Kingdom Hearts to get some recognition in a Disney space, regardless if it was just one little tiny Kingdom Hearts booth there. It yeah. still garnered a lot of attention from those who attended the event, and you know it was kind of nice for it was the Square Enix employees that were there maintaining the booth were actually excited that they were allowed to be have their put their booth up there. So um, hopefully it's a step in the right direction for for Disney to actually start promoting Kingdom Hearts more now. Yeah, it's definitely definitely pretty exciting. Uh, so yeah, uh, Kingdom Hearts is going to be at the uh, Japanese version of D23. There is going to be a special Kingdom Hearts fan event. Uh, for those of you listening right now, you probably already know uh, at least some of what's happened uh, because uh, the fan event is going to be happening on the 14th, which is a Monday, so the day before this uh, show comes out. Um, but yeah, there's going to be an event there. Uh, now this, uh, as far as what we know will happen... Uh, now, we're not 100% sure, but uh, we know that there should be some new information regarding Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, and probably uh, maybe a new clip, uh, some sort of video uh, information, but uh, probably nothing also too mentioned, like I mean, I don't know if it's the problem with translators, but like I've seen them uh, say there will be an announcement, and, and uh, I don't know for sure if it was either going to be... 2.5 related or 3 related so we're just going yeah, to wait and yeah. see we really don't know uh, what's going to go on exactly as far as we know it might be more of a fan event rather than you know a news event uh, but yeah d- definitely uh, definitely going to be something uh, well of course it's a fan event they have uh, three the three voice actors of uh, Sora, Riku, and Roxas there yeah. to answer fan questions that fans submitted via Square Enix members Japan. So and then they also get to talk about their experiences working with the series as well. So it'd be kind of nice for yeah, the voice cool actors to, to divulge some information that otherwise weren't made public. Public. Yeah, about games that have already been made. Probably not Kingdom Hearts three. I, I doubt they're uh, involved with Kingdom Hearts three yet. Uh, considering you know how early on in development uh, Kingdom Hearts three is, yeah, it's mainly just an event to, to probably hype up Cage three more than anything. Yeah, and probably the most important point we can make right now, uh, if you don't already know, this event is a hundred percent private, so we won't be seeing any of this recorded, most likely, uh, or at least not for a yeah, long time. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that Square Enix Japan does. I mean, they didn't reveal anything from their Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix event earlier this year. None of that went online. None of mm-hmm. it wasn't even talked about in on their uh, message from the Kingdom blog. So more likely, the only thing you'll be here to hear about this are, are from those who attended and in impressions or tweets if they're going to do a live tweet from the panel itself. But yeah, it's kind of one of those things where it's just you know no record at all from yeah. anybody pictures same thing and so it's kind of a uh, kind of upsetting yeah but at the same time it's you know since as we said before case 3 was announced early so we're probably getting some early stuff yeah i'm i'm still honestly i got to admit Cheryl, i'm still disappointed that all the way back from 2005 that i still have not seen the uh what is it the square enix premiere party eight minute Kingdom Hearts 2 trailer. I still haven't seen that. That was never released. And the 2004 
No, not 2000. No, it was the TGS 2003 Rechain of Memories trailer that they never released in full uh, in any regard. I still haven't seen either of those. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just one of those things that... It's just random things. Everybody just, you know, Square Enix just swept under the rug and be like, yeah, never coming out. Never again, yes, I know. So it, it's definitely not unheard of for them to not reveal uh, certain... Press related, especially videos. from us old timers, as you said. Yes. Especially, we've been spent years <laughs> studying Square Enix Japan, and now it's for us. It's just like, eh, we've seen this coming a mile away. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's definitely changed. You know, with it with the tides, they've gotten more open. You know, we definitely have a more open internet culture now than we had back then. But uh, to some degree, they are still the same uh, with regards to privacy. Uh, but yeah, beyond that, uh, sort of related to the uh, D23 event, uh, Nomura will be doing some sort of uh, PlayStation 4 conversations with the creators video. Uh, he did uh, one of these for um, for Final Fantasy 15, uh, but please do not get too excited. Uh, he's, he's doing it for Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, but the Final Fantasy 15 one didn't reveal anything new at all. It was actually... It's just merely him, like, talking about, like, the PS4 in regards yeah, to Final Fantasy exactly. 15. So, more likely, he'll just say something in regards of Kingdom Hearts 3 and how it works on the PS4. It's yeah. merely there just to praise the PS4. Exactly. He he might even mention, you know, some of the technical stuff that he talked about at E3, like, you know, with the DirectX 11 shaders and all that nonsense and how the Luminous Engine interfaces with PS4 and whatever, you know, that sort of stuff. No, I, I don't expect anything too surprising. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, we'll, we'll talk about them once we, once we find out more information about, uh, both of these, uh, events once they have happened. But yeah, uh, that pretty much covers the news segments. Unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, Tokyo Game Show uh, came and went, and nothing really happened. Not even Kingdom Hearts 2.5. That I'm so surprised about that they did not even announce Kingdom Hearts 2.5. I mean, maybe they're waiting for some. Big, they might, like, yeah, either D23 or maybe Jump Vesta. I yeah. think I think uh, 2.5 will probably take a little bit longer to do. Yeah, that's, that's what my guess is. Definitely possible. How long was uh, 1.5? 1.5 was in development at least in. Uh, I mean, as far as we know, at least a year. Yeah, but um, I'm guessing the team was maybe f- more focused uh, lately on the uh, on the localization, and then of course you know Kingdom Hearts three because that's the same team. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing they. Well, have you to remember more that only plate. like two staffs were work, two staff members were working on it to start out with. To I'm, start out with, but like since Cage two, you know, Birthless Sleep final mix versions are even bigger than Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. You know, there's way a lot of additions in there, so I guess they yeah. gotta really there's a lot put of gi- more people on there. Yeah, there's a lot of give and take. Uh, I mean, yes, the Birth by Sleep and, and Kingdom Hearts 2, those are definitely bigger projects, but I imagine they might even be easier to port to PS3 just because uh, the code is newer, so they probably still have a lot more of the master assets. They probably uh, wrote the code a little bit neater. Uh, I think yeah. I think a lot of the difficulty with Kingdom Hearts One's port was the fact that it was so old and there was a lot they had to redo. Plus, they um, lost original coding too. Yeah, they lost some original code, so they had to uh, replace it. So, uh, I think that yes, even though those projects are more complex, um, they're newer and uh, probably uh, better written. So, in effect, it'll be easier. And certainly, they learned from Kingdom Hearts, you know, one point five. Exactly. Because of, I'm pretty sure they've been reading all the complaints that both not not just you know the Japanese side, but mm-hmm. also the you know North American Europe side of what was wrong with the you know with how is you know present present uh, presented yeah in the PS3. So I'm guessing they're gonna probably take their time more with this to refine everything this time around. Yep, and at least one of those games, uh, Birth by Sleep, was made by uh, the Osaka team. So. Uh at least one of those games, they're pretty much fully uh, understanding of everything about it. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. good. So anyway, moving along to the burning question. Uh, the question uh, that we had from the previous show was, what do you speculate about Kingdom Hearts 3? Stories, worlds, characters, anything. So we really open up the floor to you. We were hoping that you know there's going to be some new revelations coming at a Tokyo Game Show that would have helped you guys along. Uh, but even without that, you guys uh, still step up to the plate and gave us your thoughts on what you guys think 
uh, based on what we know about Kingdom Hearts in general. Uh, so this first one comes from Star Warrior, and Star Warrior responds, I would think Sora and Riku would have to get uh, get to Aqua first in order to awaken Ventus and team up with the rest of the Seven Lights to find Terra. Uh, most likely, uh, there would be a Marvel world or one from Star Wars. Not like Keyblades aren't already lightsabers and uh, characters from recent Final Fantasy games like Lightning and Noctis, of course. Uh, of course, uh, there will be new designs uh, for the character clothing, but it could possibly be in a uniform base where everyone is similar, and uh, Kyrie could be in the party, but maybe not playable. So uh, I agree with the first part. You yeah, know, I guess it seems to be pointing that direction because you know they found where Aqua is. So I guess yeah, and you they, need, that's where they would go first. Yeah, you definitely need Aqua first because Aqua is the only one who knows how to get through Castle Oblivion. And because I think that they really mentioned that the hardest one we'd probably be to obtain is Terra, especially. Yeah. Nobody knows what happened to him after Master Xehanort not reformed, so... Yeah, no... And... Hard to say. As for Marvel or Star Wars, you know, Nomura's, you know, already looking into those directions. He's already looking into, you know, Pixar. So, mm-hmm. you know, right now, as they say and go, sky's the limit. It just really depends if Nomura can get permission from Disney to yeah. use his world, depending on what he can come up with storyline-wise for Cage 3. Mm-hmm. And as for uh, recent Final Fantasy, you know, it's definitely a possibility. I would say Noctis, I mean, like 100%. Noctis is in, in Kingdom Hearts 3. You can basically count that as confirmed. You know, it's the, it's the the original Kingdom Hearts team is working on it. They're working on their games maybe together. It's a, maybe so. it's a way to send their respects to that team. Yeah, something like that. Wouldn't it be cool if, like, there's some sort of, like, tie-in... You know, if you played, if you have a Final Fantasy 15 save on your PS4, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3 sees that, and then maybe they, you know, they give you something special for it. I don't know. They might like do Noctis that. Noctis is closing for Sora. Yeah, that would be something cool. So I, I could definitely see Noctis. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Lightning was in there, but who knows if Lightning will even be relevant when Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out, because it's going to be so long. Yeah, it's going to be so long. I mean, I mean, Square Enix sees Lightning as a, you know, they're, 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 as they're saying, they're trying to make Lightning as a new Cloud. Cloud would be forever popular yeah. with you know the no fans <laughs> from back then. Yeah. And but like Lightning is more like the popular one for this day, age, and generation. So it's kind of yeah. I would say it's very high a possibility to see Lightning in yeah. Kingdom Hearts three. I'd want if I could have her anywhere. Also Noctis, I would pick them both to be uh, kids on Destiny Island, and I want them to. I don't know. I, I want. Lightning to pick on Noctis. <laughs> I want her to be That'd the bully. Be <laughs> I want her to be the bully in school. And Noctis is just the antisocial one. He's he's the emo kid in the corner. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, I think a lot of these uh, do make a lot of sense. You know, I'm not I'm not too sure what the uniform based. Yeah, I mean, I just it to me Eric, when you say uniform based, it reminds me of Type Zero. Yeah, I don't. Uh, but they I don't might have really uni- see them. They might have school uniforms. Like if the story starts out on Destiny Islands, or if there's any point on Destiny Islands where they go to school. But uh, I, I think that would be the extent of it. I think they all will keep their same attire. Plus, plus I wouldn't want them all in the same type of uniforms because that would just really doesn't show their each of their independence and their character and their personality wise. Yeah. They might so like might as well just maybe, give them their, I mean maybe it's, they'll it's, add armor armor maybe. to their costume, but I don't know. I mean the organization cloaks are, you know, too much, especially when you got thirteen or of the same cloaks. Yeah, exactly. Worn by different people. That's still too much yeah. for me to handle. The only other thing that I'll uh mention is uh when they say Sora and, and Riku would first go to Aqua. I don't think Sora and Riku are going to be together, at least in the beginning. My my honest opinion is Riku will probably go for Aqua, uh, but I'm thinking Sora, his first goal until Aqua is found is he's most likely... Uh, well, didn't they say he was looking for the Master Key? But I'm thinking also he's probably looking for other members of Light uh, to join him. 
So I'm sure there's they, other they'll things probably send because because Sora's adventures always been through Disney World. So my guess yeah. is just him trying to still save those worlds, prevent them from falling into darkness as he usually would. Since yeah. like you, uh, Riku's has a resistance to darkness, so I think he would last better in the world of darkness than Aqua, yeah. than uh, Sora would. Yeah. So so I think Riku finding Aqua would be the most bit you know best bet, especially with uh, Mickey being there as well. Mm-hmm. You know before us. So I think Riku and Mickey more likely would team up to be to find Aqua, while Sora still does his thing. Yeah. Donald and Goofy travel to different Disney worlds. Yeah, ultimately, whatever happens, uh, it's going to be set up so Sora has sort of a side adventure with Donald and Goofy uh, where they can be together and go through Disney worlds. However it's got to work to set that up, they're going to do it. Uh, so I think we, we covered that one pretty good. And Churro, you want to take uh, this next? This one's from Krusty901, and they write, Toy Story is going to be in Kingdom Hearts 3. Disney owns Pixar something they didn't have when KH1 and KH2 were in development. KH2 is due for a Pixar world, and Toy Story would work well. Also, Buzz and Woody were supposed to be in KH2 Final Mix. Either shrink Sora and gang down to Toy's size, or there will be an Andy's imagination like in the opening to Toy Story 3. Other worlds that would work well in terms of recent Disney flicks are The Princess and the Frog, Tangled, Wreck-It Ralph, The Video Game Inception, and the upcoming Disney film Frozen because there are no snow worlds in Kingdom Hearts. Yep, I agree with pretty much everything you say here. Uh, I would say, yeah, uh, Toy Story, I- I'm pretty positive. Uh, this this next uh, Kingdom Hearts, uh, if any Kingdom Hearts was going to have a Pixar, movie, or Pixar world in it, it's definitely going to be Kingdom Hearts 3. I mean, back then, uh, let's see, 2000, 2002, they definitely didn't own Pixar. But even more so, in 2005, when Kingdom Hearts 2 was coming out, they were just in outright war uh, <laughs> with each other. Disney and Pixar hated each other then. Uh, but now, uh, yeah, Disney does own Pixar. I don't know if John Lasseter is still the CEO, but the old CEO of, of Pixar for at least a time, John Lasseter was the CEO of Disney for a while uh, after uh, the uh, merger. So uh, I would say definitely higher hopes and in general with a lot of the movies that you brought up uh a lot of them are cgi movies uh i would say this is the time uh to go to cgi movies uh because the ps4 is just so close in achieving uh that level of quality uh of a of a cgi movie uh especially with the new shaders that they're going to be employing in the game uh i would say this is the time because you can really get the that look of a film uh, on a PS4 pretty pretty closely. I mean, hopefully, I mean, as much as I want CJ Worlds as the next person, I yeah. mean, hopefully they just don't overflow yeah, this exactly. with, all, with exactly. mainly putting CGI. Just because Disney owns something doesn't mean they're going to exactly. put everything in there. I mean, I would understand at least two, maybe even three Pixar Worlds just to maybe yeah. get the ball rolling on them. But like I still think they're gonna still gonna give us the classic exactly. you know, Disney. I want a mixture. 2D art. Yeah, I want a mixture. I want some that I want worlds that are coming back. You know, I want some worlds that come back that are two D films. I want new worlds that we haven't been to that are two D films. I want some classic stuff. I want some live action movies, and I want some CGI, especially Pixar. Maybe, so, maybe, maybe they'll do like two Pixar worlds and maybe one live action yeah. world, and the rest would probably be you know the classic D- Disney two D movies. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely definitely a lot of possibilities uh, uh, when it comes to Disney movies, especially now that we have uh, the power of the PS4 at, uh, at our fingertips. You know, uh, Square can really do some pretty amazing things uh, these days. So. We'll, we'll just have to see what they can do and what they can get to write the rights for because that's the more important problem. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's not just it's just because Disney owns them; they're not going to give yeah. Nomura the keys exactly. and say have fun. Yeah, they're still holding a type ship exactly. to Nomura. Yeah, and just in case, lest anyone forget, the reason Mickey Mouse was only at the end of Kingdom Hearts One was because they only allowed Square to show Mickey once in the entire game. That's why Sora exists. So. <laughs> Otherwise, Mickey would have been the main character of Kingdom Hearts. So, lest anyone Nomura, forget, actually, Nomura wanted Donald to be. The oh, main really? Character. Well, yeah. No, wait, a... was that? No, wait. Um, was it? I think it was either Disney or Nomura. One of them wanted Donald as the main character. Uh, yeah. Well, the the whole reason Mickey's not that involved in Kingdom Hearts one is because they didn't allow him to. 
I'll put them in. But somehow they somehow uh, Namora finagled them to get uh, Mickey in deep dive, or maybe they don't know. <laughs> maybe they. Well, I guess after when I mean, yeah, you all heard that story success, of Namora, yeah. you know, talking about his first meeting with the Disney executives yeah. and Namora showing the Sora with a chainsaw, yeah, and then <laughs> probably the a drawing bad, and bad the executives going, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, and then Namora just sitting back, completely ignored. I mean, I remember reading that interview and yeah. like they were trying to tell Nomura how they want it this that and that and Nomura's just sitting there calmly and then when he when he gets turned to speak he just like turns everything that they said into like nothing yeah. shows him this picture <laughs> you know and uh, then the executives go you know what is this and Nomura starts laying it down how he wants to go and like both parties you know Make a you know compro- uh, make a compromise about what's going to happen and yeah. now it turns out the way it is now. Yeah, good news. Uh, they've been doing this for ten years, so <laughs> and, and <laughs> even though Disney has a major lockdown on its properties, you know there's they still have you know the ability to be reasoned with. Exactly. Yeah, uh, and I think if anything, it's but it's gotten better over the years. They've gotten more flexible. Which is nice because this, the current CEO of the Walt Disney Company, Bob Eager, made an appearance at Japan's Tokyo D23 mm-hmm. event to talk, to make a speech about, you know, branching out, you know, this expo to Japan. And he, from what I've heard through uh, translations of the tweets, that he actually mentioned Kingdom Hearts pretty heavily in his speech. Yep, so that's good. So showing that, you know, they're finally acknowledging Kingdom Hearts you know, as one of their own is definitely a good thing for yeah, me. Yeah, definitely. They've already sold, uh, last I checked, Kingdom Hearts as a series has sold 18 million copies, which is pretty big, uh, you know, for such a, you know, such a niche series. Uh, it's pretty amazing. It's probably like the most ever they have ever sold as a video game. Yeah, especially from Disney. That, yeah, by Disney. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I guess, uh, I guess I'll take this next one, which comes from Fluffy Penguin. Uh, I like that name. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> so Fluffy Penguin says, uh, For Kingdom Hearts 3, I expect Sora and Riku as playable characters with Aqua, Terra, Ven, Lee, Mickey, and Kairi as playable characters, but only during the final boss in The Wasteland, broken into groups of three. I also think uh, the worlds will be saved. Uh, everyone will have a happy ending. Shion, uh, Roxas, and Namine becoming their own person uh lee reunited with isa all the organization members become somebody's and sora sharing a pow poo fruit with Kyrie. no deaths from the good guys i doubt they'd be killed uh they'd kill any main characters because it wouldn't fit the kingdom hearts universe but king mickey will realize that zehanort was only a pawn for a scheme much bigger after the end credits which will lead into kingdom hearts 4 P.S. Keep up the amazing work, guys. Stay fluffy. All right, I'll stay fluffy indeed. <laughs> but I actually, you know, as I mean, most Disney movies does have do have their happy endings where, yeah. like, mostly the main cast of protagonists never die, and they're in the end of the movie they always reunited and and there's always you know you always got to have that romantic kiss at the end. Yeah. So, but, but let me let me throw this little monkey wrench into you. Has Kingdom Hearts ever had a happy ending? <laughs> like uh, not really. Not. not really. I mean, well, well it's one of those things where it's like there's a happy ending, but there's the to be continued with the question mark. Exactly. Yeah. So this this one so, could be our happy ending just because it's the end of the series. But just because it's the end of the series, but so far, we really haven't had happy endings in Kingdom Hearts, especially not Kingdom Hearts One. Unless, unless uh, Kingdom unless Hearts Two, kind of, kind of, came into, kind of, but Birth by Sleep didn't have. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> did not have any happy endings there, but Kingdom Hearts. I think 1, I think it's finally not. time to have that happy ending where everybody, exactly. you know, you know, the whole Ding Dong the Witch is dead. Yeah, type of celebration from the Wizard of Oz, and um, everybody is you know going home, and then all of a sudden it's like boom. It's like like Mickey writes Sora another letter saying, <laughs> "There's more. Be prepared, uh, or, or brace yourself. Winter is coming." Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Uh, yes, and of course they'll contract Utada Hikaru to do another depressing ending theme. So, yeah, it uh, brings tears to everybody's eyes again. Here like we go again. Yep, pretty much. All right, and Churro, can you take this next one? Sure. This one's from Key Slinger Nico, nineteen ninety five, and they write. Hello, I've been listening since episode one, but now I decided to make an account. Oh, that's cool. Thanks. Anyways, for Kingdom Hearts 3, I hope they include more online aspects. 
The Mirage, Mir the Mirage Arena was amazing, especially when I played with my brothers. With more people to play with, it could enhance the experience. And with new technology, and Kingdom Hearts finally returning to consoles, I hope they find a way to turn the Final Mix version into DLC. I played both K Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, and they were both awesome, and with Kingdom Hearts 3 being on next-gen consoles, I am sure they can somehow give us story DLC, as well as new Keyblades and new boss fights. I am definitely all for DLC rather than purchasing a whole new game. Just want to say thank you guys for always updating us with the latest news. No problem, K-Slinger. Uh, yeah, I definitely think uh, it would be a great idea to have more uh, online elements. Uh, I think it was a birth. Birth, yeah, Birth by Sleep was uh, the first one to have uh, online elements, but it was more like local. local well, I local mean, Days had that too, but it was yeah, local yeah, as well. Yeah, so Kingdom Hearts is definitely no stranger to multiplayer, uh, at least now. So I think, yeah, it would be a pretty cool idea to uh, you know, have co-op co boss fights uh, with, with everybody. That would be pretty fun. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, so online elements would be pretty awesome. Uh, beyond that, yes, I would I would say that the day, you know, the time of having, you know, a full new release just to have a, a Final Mix version, I think that, that age is over. Uh, I definitely do like the idea of having Final Mix as DLC. The only thing that I would want, but I doubt they're going to do, is I would prefer them to release all the DLC in one shot so that it is kind of like Final Mix where... You know, when you bought the new version, it was everything, all in one. You know, you got you got all the DLC, period, the end, all in one shot. Now, of course, they could release, like, a season pass, like a lot of people uh, do these days, and you get all the DLC uh, that way. But I, I prefer having it all right at once, so all releasing at the same time. And It's not like uh, Capcom with their put their stuff on the disc and don't unlock it until <laughs> yeah. a specific time. Yeah, so I prefer having it that way. Uh, but but yeah, they could definitely uh, give a story DLC, and I'm sure whatever they release uh, for story DLC will probably relate to Kingdom Hearts 3 or perhaps Birth by Sleep Volume 2 or whatever they have up there. I mean, I guess we'll see how it goes. I mean, they first test the waters with uh, Final Fantasy 13 too, yep. with DLCs and boss fights and character costumes and it's like I mean I heard those did actually pretty well for a game that didn't really sell pretty well so yeah I'm not but, too um, not too big of a fan of DLC but uh, well for me I personally love story DLC I think that's uh, DLC that's worthwhile. I bought the season pass for Bioshock Infinite for that exact reason, so I could get all the uh, uh, under the sea DLC that they're uh, releasing for Bioshock Infinite. Um, that's that's how I was with uh, Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas. Yep. Like those story yeah. DLCs extend the even though there's in Fallout Three there are mostly style stories while yeah. uh, Fallout New Vegas they actually extended the main story a little bit longer. Wow. Yeah, and so I those were definitely worth it. I also got the this the ones for Mass Effect Two, and I'm gonna I haven't played the ones for Mass Effect Three yet, but I will at some point. And uh, but yeah, I I'm definitely one of those people. It's I I'm okay with DLC if it's story content because in that case that's something I'd, I'd be willing to pay for that's substantial however weapon packs costume packs all that other stuff that to me I see that as garbage that's completely useless to me fan service yeah the the uh, costume packs those are all cosmetic and serve no purpose for me the weapon packs if anything those are harm the gameplay experience because they might be too strong or if they're too weak they're a waste you wouldn't want to buy them so uh i feel those break the game uh the, the balance of the game and i feel the uh costumes you know they, they just are they're purely cosmetic and serve no other purpose uh but i feel with story content or new boss fights that's actual gameplay. That's that's what I would buy a Kingdom Hearts game for. That's what I would buy a Kingdom Hearts DLC for. That's why I'm kind of glad 13.2 actually had that because yeah. they were throwing out like all these boss fights from the original Final Fantasy 13. Mm -hmm. Then they had boss fights from different Final Fantasies come in. Then they finally had their last DLC was a story DLC, which extended the story a little bit. But it was kind of nice to yeah. bring back, you know, lightning to play as lightning for that you know that short period of time again. You know what would be cool, uh, which they have never done, not even with a final mix, would be to add new Disney worlds with DLC. They've never done that before. That'd be pretty cool. Hmm. But it would have to be relevant to yeah. It'd somehow the have plot. have to be relevant to the plot somehow. 
it's it's been oh, it's say... been done before. Mass Effect does it too. Uh, they make the content optional, but if you do play it, it does integrate into the main storyline. But that is you know that's Mass Effect. This is Square Enix. You know different uh, things. Yeah, cause, but it's I not mean, it's unless, not impossible. That's what I'm trying to unless, say. Unless unless they have like a super hard boss to defeat in that world. Yeah. You know, or something. I could you know I could see it working, but like you know how with Square Enix is with Kingdom Hearts. You know it's. It, I don't know if it would actually adding a Disney World would be able to fit in with everything. I think unless Sora's main goal, like the last two games, were to seal the keyholes, then mm-hmm. maybe yeah. But I, th- other I than think that, it's. I mean, just given what I've seen with what can be done in game writing, uh, especially with Mass Effect and their ability to do it, I would say it's not impossible. However. I don't know if it's possible for Square Enix because as much as I love them, they are still a bit in the past when it comes to game design and game development. Yeah, it's like the saying goes, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, but you still got to update yourself a little bit. Yeah, so definitely uh, some great points. Uh, I think that was pretty much it, uh, online stuff. Yeah, so that's pretty much rounds out our burning question. Yeah, online stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like it's been no more no more no more's already touched that at E3. Yeah, and he's looking into it, so I'm sure that he's got some plan for that. He also mentioned at least for Final Fantasy 15, uh, and I would imagine also for uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 at some point. Uh integration with uh, phones and tablets and applications. Um Yeah, so the whole shebang bangs in there. Yeah, so we'll have to see how that works. Um you know, uh like we mentioned on the previous podcast, uh I recently uh chugged my way through uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 and they had a similar mechanic where uh, Chop, the dog that uh, Franklin has, uh, there's a, uh, an application on the uh, on the iPhone and on Android where you can actually kind of like a Tamagotchi where you can play with Chop. It was horrible. I, I got nothing out of it. Um, but Can you imagine <laughs> uh, them using uh, something similar like that instead of you know that dog from GTA Five. You can play with Pluto. Pluto, yeah. Or uh, or you can use the iOS app to customize your gummy ship, kind of yeah. like how you could do your like your license plate in GTA Five. Yeah, that'd be we'll pretty cool. Use it to cool. design your gummy ship. I could actually see the controls for it being better, like on an iPad to you know, you know design a gummy ship on an iPad as opposed to designing it uh, you know on a PS4 or Xbox with a controller. I actually wouldn't mind that, you know. Like I would just spend my days on my break at work, just like designing the perfect gummy ship. So some good ideas. Please make it happen. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that pretty much rounds out our burning question. Uh, So the burning question for next show uh, is an interesting one. What character would you like to see as a secret boss in Kingdom Hearts Three? That has never been in a Kingdom Hearts game before. Remember, never has been in a Kingdom Hearts never's game before. So don't say Sephiroth. So yes, that that means not Sephiroth. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm hoping to hear Disney and Final Fantasy characters. That's what I'm yeah, hoping. I mean, Julius making an appearance in case 3D was a big, huge surprise. Yeah, for me. exactly. So uh, because of Kingdom Hearts uh, 3D, uh, the the floodgates have been open. It is possible to have. Uh, Disney uh, characters as well. So if there's any uh, anything you know burning on the tip of your tongue, if you can think of a, a cool secret boss uh, for Kingdom Hearts three, uh, let us know in the burning question. So uh, moving along to our question segment. Uh, this first one comes from KH three for life. Uh, top five new worlds you would like to see in Kingdom Hearts 3? Personally, I'd say Incredibles, Toy Story, Pocahontas, X-Men, and Bugs Life. Okay, Kingdom Hearts 3 for life in the future, if you ever ask a question. Ask it in a complete sentence. (laughs) That tripped me up. I forgot. So, (laughs) top five new worlds you would like to see in Kingdom Hearts 3? (laughs) So, Churro, what are the top five worlds you would like to see in Kingdom Hearts 3? Well, definitely Incredibles. Incredibles were my absolute favorite Pixar movie okay um uh, i love the old school robin hood okay i okay. i still have that on vhs and i'm planning to watch that again so cool um god tough ones there's yeah there's there's so much i, I don't want to see star wars because you know like i love star wars but it's like it's the one thing everybody keeps saying mm-hmm. so i don't really don't want to see star wars so. okay so um, maybe some newer movies some of the new cgi ones anyone's 
Any one of those you? Oh, definitely Wreck It Ralph. Okay. If I had to go another, if I have it, have to do another Pixar because I absolutely love that. And I've been seeing things on Tumblr where this uh, artist would like they they took like the boss from uh, Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Turbo. Yeah. In his uh, you know, giant you know, bug form, and he man, they manipulated to look like a giant heartless, and I thought that was incredibly awesome. Yes, that's cool. So it could be it could work with that. Um, well, while you're thinking, I'll I'll, I'll start listing up some. Of them. Yeah, because start <laughs> listing because you'll probably I'll, give me an idea. I'll I'll list some of mine. Um, let's see. So I would say definitely Toy Story, no question. I want Toy Story and the the original Toy Story. Um, I will say though, Churro, I do want Star Wars. I want Star Wars really bad, especially I want Star Wars: A New Hope. That's that's what I want. I want. I know. I'm, I want Star that's Wars. Like the best Hope. part of the Star Wars series was A New Hope. Exactly. That's where everything turned around. So it's kind of like kind of like now how you know. The heroes are like the backup, you know, their backs up uh, up against the wall. Yeah. And it's like they need that new hope to take down, mm-hmm. you know, Xehanort. So that would kind of fit in there with that storyline. I could even imagine. Okay, so I could imagine the way they would divide it up. But the only my only concern with it is it would get too monotonous, uh, you know, uh, world design wise. Uh, but what they could do is the whole, you know, you know how in Kingdom Hearts two how they had two visits. For each yeah. Disney World, so maybe in the first visit, it's uh, where they get stuck in the tractor beam and, and they get sucked into the Death Star, and then they break out. And then the second visit is the assault on the Death Star. My only concern with that is those are both two—they're incredible scenes. Those are the most important scenes in the movie, but they're both from the Death Star. Uh, where you know, in Star Wars, one of its most popular features is the fact that they go to so many different worlds like literally any world you can imagine desert world snow world volcano world jungle world they've they've been everywhere and it'd be kind of like betraying to star wars in my opinion if they only focused on the death star and flying through the stars i don't know that's that'd just be, be kind of weird though because like the whole premise of kingdom Hearts is going to worlds other worlds but then you would have to go to other worlds within other worlds which is yeah it's kind of yeah itself. it is kind of weird but you could definitely imagine seeing the death star floating out in space that could definitely happen that the i definitely imagine that because it, it definitely works because you know within the driving the world it's almost like traveling within space itself exactly and i could so see totally fit in there i could see uh sora piloting a gummy ship through the de- through the trenches of the death star uh, blowing it up firing the photon torpedoes yeah so i would say yeah definitely toy story uh star wars a new hope um any other good ones? Uh, I'm, I'm, tangled, I'm think, tangled for sure. Tangled definitely. Yeah, tangled for sure. I'm not sure how combat would work exactly, but I mean there was combat in Tangled. That's for sure. But it wasn't even that big. Though. Yeah, it wasn't that big, but yeah, they they would definitely have to do some finagling to work it in, but it it can be done. And it always I'm, all I got to do is just throw some heartless in there. Uh, yeah, there if if they can do it for Cinderella, they can do it for Tangled. Pretty much. I'm I'm, I'm still trying to think of like live action that is not X Men and Star Wars. So. Yeah. I, Honestly, I'm I'm really not into Marvel being in Kingdom Hearts. I honestly do not think Marvel fits. I think Star Wars fits. Star Wars has a very... I mean, Kingdom Hearts and Star Wars have so many parallels already, especially in philosophy and theming and of character course, types. Of course, a big, huge fan of Star Wars. Exactly. So there's just so much that fits with Star Wars, but I don't think Marvel uh, as a whole yeah. fits. Because uh, yeah, I, I guess I just... I mean, you're gonna have there because Nomura has to do like drastic changes to each of the Marvel characters to yeah. make them appropriate for the Kingdom Hearts series. So it's like I read if he has to do all that work for these characters, you know, you better not better I'm not doing it at all, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, just to round it out, I think uh, you know Princess and the Frog. I really like that, and you could transform Sora into a frog, and that'd be cool. <laughs> we need we need we need more like animal based. I mean, since you yeah, know, yeah. going to Pride Lands as a lion, you know, it's gonna be kind of nice to see Sora in a different type of animal costume. I would say yeah. something like the Aristocats, man, yeah. being a cat, definitely. Um, okay, and then I guess we can cop out and just say uh, Agrabah. I know a lot of people don't want to go back to Agrabah, yeah, but Agrabah is my everybody favorite. Agrabah is my favorite because I love, I love, love, love uh, Aladdin. Aladdin is my favorite, one of my favorite Disney movies. So I definitely want to go back to Agrabah and Neverland. So those. Those hopefully, are mine. Hopefully, we're done with um, Halloween Town and and Atlantica. Actually, I want to go back to Halloween Town now that you bring it up because 
Okay, specifically just because with the new shaders uh, that they have, they could literally make it look exactly like Claymation if they wanted to. Like, I'm, I know that, but it's like they would have to come up with a new storyline. Yeah, that is the downside. I wouldn't know where they would take the story. Uh, at least with Aladdin, they do have uh, the King of Thieves movie that they haven't touched yet. But Yeah, and, I, and hopefully, like I said, they're done with Atlantica. Yeah, Atlantica, it doesn't get any better, that's for sure. Because <laughs> after yeah, that... I mean, it's going from underwater controls to singing, even though I, I did enjoy the singing, especially yeah. from like like Haley Joel Osment, you know, singing along with it, even though it brought a new, you know, twist to it, but it's yeah. not a lot of people liked it. And the only place they can go from here is the sequel, uh, Little Mermaid 2, with the ugly black-haired girl that nobody likes. <laughs> so you know, you know, I actually would love to actually see Dumbo. Dumbo, yeah, Dumbo would be cool. And also, I, I mean, even though they brought it in Kingdom Hearts 3D, like, I wouldn't mind seeing Pinocchio in his full form, like, movie yeah. form. Sort of, like, half-assing it with Monstro and then, you know, doing it again with Cage 3D. It's like, yeah. give us the full Pinocchio story. You yeah. Know, with him, with Sora turning to a, a man-donkey. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Bambi as well, even though... That... Bambi, Bambi's definite. I mean, we did see, you know, uh, Mulan, so it's kind of nice to see that they're pulling the world from the summons into life, so maybe Chicken yeah. Little. Possibly Chicken Little, that's another CGI movie. So yeah, uh, I think that's enough to cover, you know, ten worlds, five for each of us, so... <laughs> that should be good. Mm-hmm. And Cheryl, let's uh, let's round it out with the last one. All right, this last one is from Dark Sky Kingdom, and they write, How would you feel if in Kingdom Hearts 3 you could customize your character's appearance? I would put Sora in a top hat with the monocle. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Um, honestly, I'm not sure how I would feel. I've, uh, coming from, and you will experience this very soon, Cheryl, coming hot off of Pokemon X, where I could customize my my character to look like me it does feel nice but i don't think it fits for kingdom hearts and the my reasoning here is with kingdom hearts sora is an established character with an established personality i feel that customizing your character is more appropriate when the intention is that you're trying to project yourself on the character that the character doesn't really have it that's their isn't own that what nomura wanted to do in the beginning because nomura wanted sora to be that ordinary boy yeah. as a projection as everybody who's playing the game there's definitely that aspect of it but sora has his own sense of character Whereas in Pokemon, it works perfectly because the character doesn't talk. Uh, he can be anything he wants. He could be a boy or girl. doesn't matter. doesn't affect the story at all. Whereas Sora does have a place that is unique to him. He fits in the world. Everybody's connected to him. I, I think, at least with Sora, uh, he's too he's too well-defined uh, for it to make sense for customization. That- and not only that, mm-hmm. they... And Nomura makes a big deal about his clothing, anyway. Since yeah. you know, Kingdom Hearts, since Kingdom Hearts Two, his clothing has been a part of his power. So it exactly. wouldn't make sense to give him a third set of clothing for Kingdom Hearts Three. Mm-hmm. Have it bound to a new ability he learns, and then have him suddenly change it. That said, I would, however, say I would be totally fine if every Disney World he went to, he changed his clothes. That'd be totally cool with that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. the environment. Yeah. In that case, that makes tro- that makes total sense. I would totally... But just to customize that. it for your own satisfaction is a little bit different. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, the whole thing with uh, Lightning and Lightning Returns. Mm-hmm. It's just all her clothing is just fan service for yeah. anyone who plays. But they said that each clothing gives her different abilities, stats, and power and all that so there's I mean I think Toriyama said that with lightning that you can actually complete the game with certain sets of clothing pretty quickly yeah so it just shows that you know they're really into even though it's you can tell it's fan service but they're yeah. still trying to make it so that it's not completely fan serviced yeah in a way and then like for games like Final Fantasy 14 which is an MMO where you can finally you know you can you know dye your clothing customize mm-hmm. it and all that so it's like I wouldn't really take it that far yet to character customization yeah. in Kingdom Hearts yet, unless uh, if, if it's something like Kingdom Hearts Key. Mm-hmm. Kingdom you know, Hearts Key can, makes perfect sense because it's know, supposed uh, to be you. 
Yeah, pretty much. So if they do something like that in their online aspect, yeah, like that's cool. where they have you create your character or something like that in the Kingdom Hearts, you know, online mode, then maybe yeah, that'd be appropriate. But I don't really see it fitting with the main cast because yeah, they're already well uh, defined. And... They're really def- like you said defined. Unless you said they go to different Disney worlds mm-hmm. where they blend in more with the scenery yeah. or what's going on around them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to compromise the story that they've already written. I wouldn't want to, uh, you know, do any anything that would deviate or cheapen the experience with Sora. Uh, I think Sora is Sora. However, you know, doopy loop guy that I made for Mirage Arena. He's, he's me. I can, I can put him in whatever I want in it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, because, you know, like I said, they made a big deal about his clothing in Kingdom Hearts 2, especially when he awakens, and then, yeah. he, you know, the fairies were arguing what color color he would be, and then, <laughs> you know, and then Birth by Sleep, you know, Terrock and Vin, their clothing had their pieces of armor where they used to transform, mm. but they used that in the Mirage Arena, you're able to customize the color. Yeah of their armor, which is, you know, okay because you're not seeing their faces, you're seeing the armor themselves. Exactly. It does not relate to their to their character itself. So, But yeah, I think that pretty much covers it and uh, we'll wrap up the show now. Uh, so for our music segment, uh, we have a lovely rendition of Roxas on the piano. Uh, this comes from Piano Music Lover, and Lover is spelt L-O-V-R. You can find them on YouTube. They have a lot of awesome uh, piano covers of uh, multiple uh, different... Uh, industries and stuff like that uh they do a lot of harry potter covers so if you like harry potter check out piano music lover uh they do a really cool uh piano interpretation um it's a a lot lighter than we usually have so you can chill relax enjoy because roxas is definitely a a more somber theme yeah so enjoy that uh and on to our outro so the next kingdom hearts union is scheduled for the 12th of november uh, you guys can subscribe to us on uh, Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes Store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we're number one. Number one. And, of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or Churro. KH2.co.uk. All right, Churro. I think that that's a wrap, pretty much. Another broadcast in the books. Another broadcast in the record. So, hopefully, hopefully, I think we can get uh, Sabby for the next show. Uh, I think she was having Canadian Thanksgiving. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure if that exists. <laughs> I think I think and she's playing Pokemon. Sebby misses us too, so <laughs> I'm sure she was heartbroken. She couldn't be on this one. Yeah, of course. So, uh, so yeah, I think I think we'll have a uh, uh, at least three people on the next show. So that'll be awesome. So, uh, say your goodbye, Cheryl. Say your goodbye. All right, goodbye, everybody. Um, we'll see you on the flip side. See you on the flip side. I'm gonna be playing Pokemon. <laughs> playing Pokemon. Exactly. So I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and kingdomheartsunion.com production.